0: Hello, and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. I'm one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creator of the Fit Over 40 Method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, it's a special sneak peek inside one element of our Fit Over 40 program. In this case, our twice-weekly live group coaching sessions that myself and Ben take every single week, twice a week. Since it's peak holiday season, In this session, I go through our top strategies for managing holidays and summer social events. And these are the same strategies that many of our clients have used this summer to still enjoy their holidays without even gaining a pound. So let's get right into it, sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. Mm I'm speaking to lots of Trinity members every week now that have social events, they have work, travel and they have holidays either coming up right now or they have coming up in the next couple of months. And in many ways, it was actually easier when we were going through lockdown, you know, the full lockdown where we weren't allowed to go out. We weren't allowed to go to restaurants and get up to anything like that. And now things are much more back to normal. We're allowed to go out to restaurants to eat. Holidays are kind of being opened up, people are going on staycations, they're going on holiday in the UK or in the same country, or they're going on holiday, even some people are going abroad that I speak to, plus friends are inviting people around again, we're having barbecues, we're having celebrations, having birthdays and things like that. These things are really, really tricky to manage. Uh, You have a lot less control over maybe the food or the drink that's available, and there's a lot more temptation, there's also a lot more social pressure. And many of the people I speak to have previous experiences where they've gained six pounds. They may have even gained a stone on holiday and they come back and they're absolutely horrified about it. And that's not what I want for you. So I speak to loads of people in this situation. It can be really, really demoralizing. And a similar situation is that I speak to women as well who've had a weekend socializing and they may have had one drink or two drinks and they, that's kind of been a bit of a slippery slope and they've had a few more drinks than they planned. And then the next morning they wake up with a hangover. They don't really feel like eating anything healthy. They feel rotten. Then they seek out that comfort food or those salty foods to make themselves feel better. And it leads to an entire week, weekend of drinking and eating anything and everything. And they step on the scales on Monday. And despite being really good they, the previous week, they haven't lost anything or they've actually even gained weight. And again, that can be really, really demoralizing if that's the situation you've been in. But it doesn't have to be this way. I have lots and lots of clients I work with who've managed to come away from holidays where they've actually still really enjoyed themselves, and they've not gained a single pound, and they don't have that holiday guilt where they spend the whole holiday feeling worried about coming home and seeing that weight gain and having that guilt about all the different choices they're making, and they're able to actually make good choices, but still enjoy certain choices and come back without having jeopardised all their pro- process, uh, their progress. Sorry. And they may have had the same situation with social events. I've also helped lots of clients manage social events. So they've been able to go to drinks with friends or go to barbecues and come back home in the same place uh, that they went away in and not having caused a load of damage, not having undone a load of hard work. So today, what I want to do is go into my top five strategies for managing social events and for managing holidays as well. And my eye is just actually really burning. I got a bit of sun cream in my eye. So apologies for that. So let's get into my top five strategies then. So the first strategy, that no, I've got for few, is to first of all, just set yourself an achievable goal. I think a lot of people who are midway through some sort of diet or weight loss program set themselves some unachiev- unachievable goal inside their head that they expect to still lose weight on holiday. And either they, they set themselves something unachievable, so they kind of want to still see progress even though they're doing different things, or So they put too much pressure on themselves that they're going to have to do so much just to do that and have no fun at all. Or they don't set a goal at all. So they just go on holiday and just hope that it will work out. And having no goal is just as bad as having an unrealistic goal, really. Both of those don't work very well. So my recommendation is if you're going on holiday, have a goal to come back in the same place as you went away. So come away having come away and come back having maintained your weight, maintained your body fat, maintained your sort of fitness levels. Don't come back feeling much, much worse, but also don't expect to come back in a a way leaner state. That's just not realistic for most people. And that's much, much more motivating than expecting to lose weight. And also it's much more motivating than having no goal whatsoever, because then there's no reason to make better choices. You need to have a reason, you need to have a plan in your mind that you're gonna come back in that same place so that when you're there, you're faced with two choices, And that's what everything really comes down to is choices. You make the better choice some of the time. And we'll talk about strategy for that in just a bit. Now for social events, this depends on how many social events you've got coming up. So if you have just one to two social events coming up in the next week, I would expect you can still see results around that. You just need to make some plans around that and you can have those social events and still see progress. However, if you have more than that, so you have three, four, five social events, Either you're going to need to set a goal to maintain for that week. So that week is just a maintenance week. And then the following week you push forward again. And this is stuff we help our, you know, different members to do is to push forward some weeks and to expect a bit less other weeks. And that's fine. It's not always a crazy rush, but if you have all those social events, you have three, four, five social events, work, drinks, things like that, then either you're going to have to make some more drastic measures. So maybe driving to the event, Um, and not having, you know, not enjoying all of them, just planning to have some where you're being really strict or you're not eating the food or not having the drink and then other ones where you enjoy yourself or you just say, I'm going to maintain this week. So just make sure you set those realistic expectations because one thing that really gets people down and demotivates people is having unrealistic expectations from these type of things. So once you've set your achievable goal, then the second thing you need to kind of realize When you come back, what a lot of people do is they come back and they step on the scales. Loads of my clients say they do this and they just look at the number. And it may have gone up, but it may not actually be a problem. So it may be a problem. Well, it may not be something that you want to see. But at the end of the day, weight gain doesn't mean fat gain. And that's a, a really important distinction to make because the reason we want to lose weight, most people want to lose weight because they want to reduce their size. They want to reduce that blubber, the stuff that feels soft. They want to reduce all the extra excess weight they're carrying around that makes them feel slow and sluggish. Because body fat is just extra weight that doesn't really benefit you in any way, unless there's a you know we're all starving for for months on end, which hasn't happened for a long time, there hasn't been an ice age. So there's no real you know benefit beyond a, 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 a moderate amount of body fat that we need for our health. So what we're trying to lose is that body fat, the stuff that makes us feel soft and squidgy, and you know it can make us feel a lot bigger as well because it's, it's quite low density so we want to lose that body fat but your weight doesn't always correlate to your body fat just because you've gained weight doesn't mean that you've actually gained fat on holiday there's a lot of things that can cause your weight to go up that are not related to body fat at all and you actually have to eat quite a lot for quite a long time for a week or two weeks or three weeks to actually gain a significant amount of fat it's, it happens slowly and over time What does cause your weight to change quickly is a change in salt intake. So if you eat lots more salty food, which you probably will if you eat out more, you're likely to see an increase in water retention because the more salt you have, the more water your body holds. That will cause a quick increase in your weight. Another thing that will cause your weight to go up quickly is eating more carbs. So if you don't eat that many carbs normally and then you go on holiday and you have some pizza, you have some pasta or you have a social event and you eat lots of pizza or pasta or something else high in carbs, rice, potatoes, more sugary things, desserts, Eating more carbs will mean your muscles store more carbs as well. And that has to weigh something. And that also sucks up water. So for every one gram of carbs that you consume, you will hold on to three to four grams of water as well. So you're also gonna store more water weight as well as carb weight. So again, your weight will go up, but it doesn't mean it's fat gain from that social event from that holiday necessarily. It might be, but it's unlikely to be. And then the last thing is also if you're flying, so I know not many people are at the moment, but some people are flying still. If you do fly, airline travel, that pressure can cause water retention as well that you get up in the cabin, in the pressurized cabin, and that water retention, again, is going to have to weigh something, but it's not body fat. So you can easily gain a temporary two to five pounds very, very easily from eating more salt, eating more carbs or airline travel, and that that actually isn't fat. It doesn't really matter, and it's temporary. So when you go back to eating a healthier diet, it will come off again in the next week or so. So... First of all, I aim for most of our clients to go away on holiday and maintain their weight, but they may see a temporary shift in their weight going up just from these things. And provided you follow the next three strategies I give you, it's very likely that it will be just those things. It won't be fat gain. If you don't follow these things, you just eat and drink whatever you want, you probably will gain fat on that week. Or um, if you do that for loads of social occasions throughout the week, again, you may gain fat that week. But you have to eat quite a lot for quite a sustained amount of time. So just remember, weight gain doesn't necessarily mean you've gained fat. It could well mean other things. So when you come back and you step on the scales, you don't have to have that sod it moment where you look at them and you go, I've gained four pounds. I must have screwed it all up. Even though I tried my best on holiday, sod it, I'll just eat whatever I want. That's when the damage really occurs is when people just eat whatever they want um for the next week or two after holiday and then their weight really does go up they do really gain fat and then it just continues from there because then they don't feel good they feel like what's the point and then it spirals and can create a vicious cycle there and we do use lots of mindset tools inside trinity to help break those cycles but we're not going to go through those today i just want you to understand weight gain doesn't mean fat gain so just if you've seen small gain weight gaining weight after holiday a lot of that probably isn't fat if you just get back to being healthy, making good choices, exercising regularly, doing the right types of exercise and picking the right type of foods for you in the right amount, you'll see that weight come off very, very quickly indeed. So that's step number two. Weight and fat, they're not the same thing. Okay, number three. So, my third tip for anyone who's traveling or got social events, um, but this is particularly for travel or holidays, is to stay active. So around whatever's going on, stay active. Sounds very simple, but it's very, very important. Most people do do this on holidays, but it's just an important reminder that steps do count. So that does burn calories, just staying active. If you just sit down all day, most of us are more likely to do that with work, but just make sure that you are active. Like the, the type of holiday where you just sit and drink cocktails and just walk from your villa or whatever to the pool, eat and drink all day, and then go and sit down again and go to sleep that's likely to cause some sort of fat gain or weight gain because you're really not doing much, especially when it's hot. I know it's not tempting. So whatever the way you do it doesn't really matter because it's holiday. Long-term, we do suggest you do low-impact strength training. Works much, much better for women over 40 with changing hormones and joint problems and things like that. Counteract osteoporosis. Just generally for your health, it's much, much better than other types of exercise. But anything really, really will help on holiday, whether that's you like to run, you like to swim. Do something every day that's what i would suggest that's kind of physically active whether it's just a long walk whether it's going for a swim whether it's doing a workout so we give all our clients uh, resistance band based workouts that they can do on holiday just using their body weight and resistance bands and typical things you'd find in a holiday home um in a uh, hotel room anything like that really that they can do in half an hour you could do those or do some sort of fun activities so maybe you you, know, you join in with the kids and you go kayaking or you go go and do uh, paddle boarding, I don't know, some sort of fun activity, anything to really keep that calorie burn up will help to counteract any worse food choices whilst you're away. So try and stay active every single day um, if you can. Now, my fourth tip is kind of linked to this and that's that staying active doesn't mean that anything goes. So just because you're doing exercise doesn't mean that the amount of food is gonna be completely negated. Yeah, your calories you consume still count whether you track what you're eating or you don't track what you're eating whilst you're on holiday. You don't necessarily need to be that rigid. But if you do one workout or one hour long activity, it's usually only going to burn three or four hundred calories. It's not going to burn that many calories. And that's for a whole hour of solid exercise, hard exercise, not lots of breaks. And that's still a lot less calories than two large glasses of wine or two pints of beer. It's still less calories burned than two slices of, of something like a Domino's pizza. Um, it's still less calories than one dessert at most restaurants. It's still less calories than one portion of triple five chips. It's still way less calories than a takeaway. So it doesn't negate those food choices. It doesn't mean that you can just eat whatever you want, even if you do quite a lot of exercise. It's almost impossible to out-exercise the wrong diet. Unless you're a professional athlete, you're not going to be doing enough exercise to eat whatever you like, unfortunately. So you need to enjoy yourself in moderation. I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself. If you stay active, it will mean you can enjoy yourself to a certain degree, but it needs to be in moderation. So the strategy I usually give clients is two out of three meals a day, try and have healthy choices. So that's like breakfast and lunch, make good choices, keep the calories down, make, you know, Try and avoid alcohol in those two meals and then have one meal that day where you do enjoy yourself a bit more. Don't go completely mad, but maybe have a starter and a main or a main and a dessert. Three courses every single meal with alcohol and things like that is really going to add up. The other thing you can do is, a little work even slightly better, is go three out of four meals are healthy choices. That would look like breakfast and lunch are healthy And then every other day, you have a dinner that's a bit more interesting. So that could be you eat out a restaurant every other day. So you're not doing it every single night. Or it might mean that you cook something more interesting at home, or you have a takeaway or something like that. But it's only every other day you have one meal like that. But breakfast and lunch, again, make healthy choices. Those strategies work really well. And what you can also do, or you can do instead of that is make two meals a day, really quite low in calories, if you know you're going to have one where you really enjoy yourself. So let's say you're going to eat You're going to have, if we talk about social event, you're going to have a meal out with friends in the evening, or you're going to their house and you know they're going to put on a three course meal or a barbecue with with desserts as well, and you want to enjoy yourself and you want to have some alcohol as well. That's fine, but if you just eat the same breakfast and lunch as you usually would, that day is going to be there's going to be way too much food and drink in there, way too many calories from that, and you cannot hide from that. It's a simple scientific rule that if you have too many calories, you will gain fat. And that amount depends on the person. It's different for everyone. That's why we work with everyone from one to one, obviously. But if you're going to have that really nice meal at the end of the day where you enjoy yourself, you have lots of food and lots of drink, you need to have less for the other two meals. So for breakfast, you might want to have um, a particularly small breakfast or you could even skip breakfast if you're a person who gets away with that and you don't have any issues with that. Some people really don't like doing that. Some people might. So you could, for example, just have a protein shake um, and a really small you know and, and a drink of coffee or tea you could have um, a really really low calorie smoothie with just some berries and some spinach or something like that in the morning and then you could have a really low calorie lunch you could have like an omelette made with um, a couple of eggs or an egg and some egg whites that'll keep the calories down even more um, i'm not saying don't eat anything. I'd just focus mainly on protein and veggies for those meals that will keep the calories down, but keep you full so protein and veggies will do that for you and then for your last meal you can then enjoy yourself and not have that guilt again because you know you've made good choices the rest of the day and again if you track your calories on holiday I don't I actually don't recommend most clients do that but if you do you can work it all out make sure it works for you and be really flexible and have fun but a lot of clients I just recommend make those sensible ideas where to make those sensible choices where breakfast and lunch are a little bit less and dinner's more enjoyable or let's say you have a bigger lunch then breakfast and dinner you reduce those it's not rocket science but again we're just aiming to maintain for these these social events or these holidays uh, we're not aiming to necessarily progress on those days or those weeks now my last strategy for you my last point is it doesn't actually have to be perfect for something to be worth doing so a choice doesn't have to be perfect for it to be worth making and it's a very common thing I come across this all or nothing mindset that a lot of people coming into Trinity have where they think, if I can't make the perfect choice, then what's the point? Sod it. I don't know what to do. And they give up. So they may be at a meal with their friends and they just get presented with here's what we're having for, for, for dinner. And it's got loads of bread in it. Maybe it's got loads of pasta in it. And it's something they were trying to avoid. Or it might be something that just is clearly really, really high in calories. It might be, you know, we're having steak and chips and then we've fried the chips or um, we have, you know, we're making our own fried chicken and chips. And it's going to be really delicious, but it's very high in oil and calories. And a lot of people might then think, sod it, there's no point even trying with this. And they'll eat all the chips, all the sauce, all the chicken. And plus they'll say, I'll have, I'll also have um, four drinks as well. I'll drink a, a bottle of wine and then they think they've ruined the week and then they keep going. So it can lead to that solid thinking or that solid moment. But here's the thing, there's there's always a better choice and there's always a worse choice available. And you don't always have to take the better choice, but some of the time you do, if you want to see progress or you want to maintain whilst you're away or whilst you're going through things like these social events as well. So for example, that mean, might mean saying, I'll have a little bit of the fried chicken and a little bit of the chips, but I'll know I can't have that much. I'll have, fill my plate up with salad. So I all that salad means i'll fill myself up but i still get to sample the food but i'm not going completely overboard with it and i'll only have one drink instead of four drinks and then i'll switch to sparkling water or i'll switch to soda water or something like that same really just goes for alcohol so a single slimline gin and tonic is about 55 calories the same with a single diet drink and uh, vodka depends on what you like those are about 55 60 calories not many calories so already you're saving half the calories of having a double, basically, but a large glass of wine or a pint of beer is about 200 calories, maybe 210 calories. So it's already four times less almost than those things, three to four times less. So those choices mean you can have 2 GNTs teas rather than a bottle of wine and you've saved 400 calories. And that's the difference between maintaining and losing weight or the difference between gaining a pound over the week of making these kind of choices or maintaining again. So just remember, it doesn't have to be perfect for a choice to be worth making. Another example is if you're at a barbecue, um, this is something I speak to a lot of clients about, is they go to barbecue and they, they have all these choices. They might have potato salad, they might have burgers, they might have buns, they might have hot dogs. And the ones that see really good results make choices like they say, okay, I have the burger, but I won't have the bun. I'll have the salad, but I won't have um, I won't have alcohol, I'll drive to the barbecue, or I'll have gin and tonic, and I'll also dry so I can only have one or two. So again, it's really hard to find that balance. and It's something we, we help all our members to do by taking them through a certain process to get into that balance and to shift that mindset. But just remember that it doesn't have to be perfect for it to be worth doing. It's a sliding scale from 100% perfect to zero. And the reality is you're never going to be 100% perfect. You're human, and there's lots of temptation, delicious foods out there, you're not in a prison cell. You're not being forced what to eat. You're never going to be 100% perfect. You're always going to have some things that are not perfect. And really, just being sort of 80% of the 75-80% making decent choices, making healthy choices most of the time, and then having a few few kind of treats and a few few naughty things will will be a with a completely fine balance. You only have to be about 80% accurate with it, and 80% on track for most people to see results. And if you do that, you you'll probably maintain whilst you're on holiday or you'll be able to deal with a social event and it won't ruin your week. And then all the other days will add up and be successful days. So those are my top five tips. And it's something our clients have implemented really, really successfully. And one example of that is uh, one of my clients, Lou. So Louisa Marsh, you may have heard me talk about her before. Um, But she's lost now. She just spoke to me yesterday and she has lost over three and a half stone in the last 12 months but she has stuck to everything she's stuck to this kind of approach when she's dealing with anything like a social event um like a holiday she's stuck to this balanced approach where she has made some nicer choices but she's also balanced it with lots of healthy choices so two out of three meals three out of four meals those kind of things making healthy choices and she's also actually tracked it which not everyone has to do but she's also tracked what she's eaten so she's always known how to make it work for her in a flexible way so she can enjoy some healthy choices and sees it, she, she almost sees it like a budget. And that's that's kind of how I would always get them to see calorie tracking is see it like a budget. So you have this amount to spend, you can spend it how you want, but if you overspend, you get into debt and debt is gonna be like fat gain. So if you overspend, you're gonna gain fat and you've kind of paid the price for that. And it's hard to lose. It's kind of like having interest. You know, it's harder to get rid of debt the more you accumulate because the interest piles up. Same happens with body fat. The more you accumulate, the harder it is to lose. So what you really want to do is avoid gaining that in the first place by managing that budget and avoid getting any more in the first place and then getting it off as quickly as you can, just like you want to pay off any debt as quickly as you can, then you get rid of that um, interest as well. And it's much, much easier to maintain. So those are my holiday strategies. First things first, what you need to do is make sure that you have a clear goal in mind. I suggest just trying to maintain for holidays. For social events, I suggest if it's just one to two a week, try and still see progress. If it's more than that, you might need to just maintain for that week and push forward in another week and make sure you don't plan too many. The second thing is that weight gain doesn't actually mean you've gained fat. So just be aware if you've been on holiday or you've made lots of different food choices over the weekend, you may gain weight for a number of reasons, but it doesn't mean you've gained fat. The third thing is to stay active. It really does help. But the fourth thing is to stay active, but it doesn't mean anything goes. So just because you're staying active doesn't mean you're immune to fat gain. It does still mean overeating and overdrinking will add up eventually. It just means you can enjoy yourself a little bit more. And that's what we're aiming for. It's that balance of enjoying yourself, but without overindulging and feeling ill and feeling guilty. And then having that horrible realization after the holiday that you 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 can't even enjoy them anymore because you're gaining all this weight from them. And then the last thing is it doesn't have to be perfect to be worth doing. So just because you can't make the best choice doesn't mean it's not worth making a better choice. Still make that better choice where you can and it will really, really, really help. And what that will mean is you can maintain whilst you're on holiday. You can maintain if you go to social events and then you can push forward around that so that you can still achieve your goals. It may delay it by a week. It may delay your goal by a day or a week. But at the end of the day, that's not a very long amount of time. And it doesn't mean people don't achieve their goals. The reason people don't achieve their goals is because they just think, they put the blinders on, they go completely off piece for the entire week, they make poor choices the entire time, and then they come back and really, really regret it. So thank you for listening to today's episode of The Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast